Podcast, XP Geeking Gaming Podcast, episode number 77. Tonight, we are talking about a couple Halloween titles out there for the scary season. We got Friday 13th, The Game, which is fuck on his last legs, right? Yep. Fuck, almost. And, uh, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is released this year, currently on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, I mean, if you don't have Game Pass, you don't have an Xbox. I mean, if you can afford it, go. that's one thing. Here we go. Fanboy, fanboy plugging his favorite How's system. That? Okay, if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass and you can't afford it, that's not my point. Like, I'm not trying to shame someone. But if, like, you can swing it, you have to have Game yeah. Pass, right? You guys yeah. haven't complained once about the price raise, raises on it yet, though. I use it every day. Yeah, see, that's that's the problem is that at least they justify their increase by giving you more stuff. Like, they just added all of Activision, all Activision Blizzard, old, uh, yeah, King, right? old stuff. Yeah, as soon as, yeah, but as soon as they but the new stuff too. That's Have true. Call of Duty Three comes out what next year on Game Pass? Supposedly uh, tomorrow they're going to be dropping a lot of info. Yeah, that, on, that's like, why I heard too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just want to play the Modern Warfare campaign. Yeah, the campaigns are always dope. But I don't know. Xbox Game Pass, cool, but I mean it's not new yeah, well, shit. They're they're still playing catch up. We're talking it's not new shit. shit. Starfield just came out. It was that was new shit. Star man, uh, I, I don't actually, uh, Forza I don't just came out. Starfield, yeah. Forza I don't want to spoil Starfield. Yeah, Forza, Forza just came out like last week. Yeah, but that's like um, that's like when you were guys were playing the airplane fucking simulation. <laughs> it's only fun for so long, it's, right? Well, if you're a car enthusiast or an airplane enthusiast, sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, I play every Call of Duty comes out anyway, so if it's on right. Game Pass, dude, well, wow, that's yourself. a win. Yeah, that's a win. Yeah. Um, you almost shot yourself before we got on. I almost shit myself. Um, I had <laughs> buffalo chicken dip last night to watch. Um, <laughs> why you never learn? <laughs> I, I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I never do that. Uh, we were watching Haunted Mansion for the Horse Squad podcast, and uh, oh, yeah, we made, we made stuffed mushrooms, which also has a lot of dairy in it. You got uh, cream cheese, so that's dairy number one. You're and then so I made up once. homemade sliders. Dairy number two. Ooh, Jeez. we're the same fucking person. This is ridiculous. And then um, buffalo chicken dip with, you know, buffalo sauce, obviously. A bunch of fucking cream cheese ranch. And man, my butthole was like on fire. <laughs> on fire? And then when I got back from the gym, I farted. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't fart. I sneezed and then I farted at the same time. And I'm like, oh shit, I just shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, there was no sharding involved. It was just one of those... You went Those, to the uh, gym with a semi-full tank? Yeah, well, I can't skip. You skip <laughs> it. As soon as you start skipping, at least my mentality, if I start skipping, then I'm like, uh, then I start justifying it, you know what I mean? So I just yeah, gotta go one, every day. One sit-up and you're fucking game over. <sighs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I love that Todd, like, makes uh, all these, like, jokes about, like, his butthole and farting and sharding. But then he watched South Park. He's like, too he childish. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> childish. That, all right, I'll give my two cents. Yeah, I, I think do. I think South Park now is ten times better than South Park then. I oh, think yeah, yeah, the writing sure. is flawless. Like the jokes, the characters. I think back then I found it funny, but now I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Let me backtrack a little bit. I thought everything that wasn't singing was hilarious. I thought that was great, but I hated. Oh, you didn't like it because it was a musical. I didn't. I hated the musical numbers, man. And although I have been singing those two songs, Carmen's Man or Cosmo's Big Fat Bitch, I've been singing that for twenty years. <laughs> and I've been singing, um, oh shit, the other one, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> Uncle Fucker. Hey, I call people Uncle Fucker constantly. <laughs> yeah. so, like, so, so it's like ingrained in me. But man, rewatching it, I was like, holy shit, this is awful. Saddam Hussein is fucking hilarious. So. Fucking yeah. piece of shit. 
And then, um, yeah. I Is just that think. all you think about? <laughs> I love Come you. on, Satan. <laughs> Awful. One and a half out of five. So the movie had a profound effect on him growing up, but he still hates it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got it. Shut your fucking face. Fuck. Uncle fucker. <laughs> uh, I thought it was fun. Having revisited it, it was uh, quite the cool review. Um, This is our episode before Halloween. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so when this airs, it'll already be spooky time. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you decorated yet? Because you had like COVID, you've had like fucking mm. blizzards, you've had everything <laughs> yeah. that's kept you away from decorating your new place. So, so here... Decorated. Here's a secret to my decoration, which is different than everyone else, and it always surprises people. I decorate my yard with a bunch of stuff, and it's already decorated now. And on Halloween day, I take all that shit down, and I put oh, my shit. good stuff out because I can't leave my good stuff out during. Because people steal it. Yeah, but it's also a lot of it's not weatherproof, and you know I questionably uh, plug it all in to certain things, and like. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, I do like a Clark Clark Griswold situation because I only have (laughs) one outlet outside and I need to plug like 80 things. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, I have a lot of like inflatable stuff right now outside. And then as soon as Halloween rolls around, I'm going to take it all down and make like a sick carnival theme this year. So you got all the kitty stuff now. Yeah. It's a false sense of security. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Todd, you decorated the fuck out of your house, right? Yeah, not as much as I would I liked. Um moving, you like tend to throw stuff away a lot. So but you know what, man? Halloween stuff gets cheaper and cheaper and more expensive as you go. And I the only way to really keep stuff um from breaking is what Steve does, put it out the day of. Otherwise it's gonna get rained on, the rip the, the <laughs> wind's gonna blow it over and break something. It's all cheap ass styro- like those styrofoam um Oh yeah. What are they? Uh tombstones those are garbage mm-hmm. so but yeah. you, you still buy it because it's, it's pretty cool i went to spirit this weekend and i didn't get anything but they're like already yeah, sold out of everything like seven times already Jeez. my little one just constantly wants to go and i'm like i'm over this place i haven't decorated yet though for those listening i haven't decorated um i have a convention conference coming up for work here in like a week and uh my biggest fear man is you put some good money into like some of the things you buy like the skeletons, they really should only cost 25 bucks, but they're like 50 to 100. Mm-hmm. And um, over the years, we've bought maybe like five of them, six of them. And I'm like, the minute I put those fuckers out, they're gone <laughs> when I wake up in the <laughs> morning. They're, they're right? walking away. I got my, yeah. <laughs> when I lived in Riverside, where Mondo lives, actually. Uh oh. Yeah, I remember. I'm going to dox you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go yeah, they stole whatever. my fucking deluxe Jason mask, dude. And I was so fucking pissed. I rode, I got on a fucking bike and I rode it to Walgreens where all, oh, the, I remember where all the bums yeah. were. And I had a fucking, I was, yeah, it was stupid. I'm like, yeah, it was dumb. All, all for a Jason all right. mask. All for a Jason mask. Yeah, but hey, dude. Deluxe Jason deluxe. mask. Deluxe. The fucking deluxe. mask came off. You had his exposed, damaged face. Fucking cheap bitch that stole it. Oh, I hope he's listening here. Fucking ended, asshole. It's probably you. Up at a fucking, it wasn't me. I don't have it. Come on. Come on. It's probably Anyways, used once um, and then traded for crack, probably. <laughs> I traded it for Baker's because it was right across the street oh, from where you live. Get the Papa meal, dude. Oh, all those the fucking fourth meals. fries, dude. Are you guys doing a combo? Well, I know this probably applies a little bit more to Todd, but are you guys doing the combo um, trick-or-treat and handout candy, or what, what's the game plan? Uh, I think the kids are going to trick-or-treat by themselves this year. I think they're going out. So we'll oh, sit back shit. and... Uh, 
hand out candy. We're thinking about doing a haunted porch because we have a wraparound porch that might be nice to do, but we haven't decided. Those are the best. Yet. So we'll see. Those are the fucking best. What about you, Steve? You handing out candy all night? Yeah, I mean, I'm 41, so I don't think I'm going to trick-or-treat this year, but uh, I, I will definitely... Uh... I think you fucking should. Definitely could. <laughs> yeah. Definitely could. Uh, no, I, I usually, like, hand... well, I, I don't do the handing. My uh, nephew does. Uh, I'm going to scare people. I'm going to dress as um, Twisty the Clown, probably, and oh, just, shit. like, fuck around with people. I, I have so much fun, because I have a really good costume with a really, really good mask that kind of looks like an animatronic, so I just, like, stand there and move like an animatronic, so they oh, usually I just see tend a move to like the robot. So the, the, yeah, they, they they tend to like walk right right past me, and then I'll just move and like be behind them and still do it like you know the animatronic. This motherfucker traumatizing all the kids <laughs> in the neighborhood, man. Yeah, and then they get all like confused, and then yeah, it's 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 a fun time. Ah, uh, I can't wait for it. I like the the sales afterwards. We usually go and try to buy some shit. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the strobe fun. lights and all that stuff, fog machines, whatever right. we can get our hands on. Uh, we were talking about it a little bit when we opened, but um, you really think tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, what is it, the 17th tomorrow, the time we're recording this, 17th is tomorrow, um, you think that Microsoft's going to drop us in the morning, like, hey, motherfuckers, deal's done, here's some of the games. I don't think so, to be honest with you. No? I, I feel they're like here. they're only, like, what, like a month away from the video game awards, and also, I think they're doing, like, a mini conference. Oh, big announcements, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they'd rather do it on a big stage and just like here you go you know just on a random tuesday um i don't know like <laughs> division three style yeah exactly so we'll see i would put you know i don't want to be disappointed basically not that i would be because i'm playing other stuff but i don't know we'll we'll see did you see the um did you see the back tax xbox yeah. story well, that, that's microsoft but yeah it's uh yeah well that's yes yeah not, not technically my uh, xbox but yeah 21 it's... billion dollars in back taxes <laughs> haven't paid any one of us misses one tax payment <laughs> uh in a year and we're fucking going to prison for IRS life coming after your ass dude <laughs> fucking everything man these big corporations dude oh i haven't paid in like 10 years no big deal we'll yeah. talk about it I had to pay like four uh, grand this year, and they're fucking like, pay oh this shit. my god, pay this shit. I'm like, god, oh, okay, fuck. go after fucking Bezos, like... damn. Yeah, no, he got, he got, he got the handshake. Like, no worries, you're good. Yeah, you're yeah, good, he but... does. He got, you got the zero tax uh, billionaires <laughs> yeah. handshake. You're building that, you're building that big yacht, right? Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. that's expensive. Go ahead, tax write off, right. right baby. <laughs> no yep. big deal, man. Let the peasants pay. Anyways, <laughs> um, what have you guys? We got a what watch. We got played. We got read. And we have a really good punishment to talk about for our what watch. Um, Steve, you want to take it? Lead lead with our punishment film, and I'll chime in. Yeah, let me just pull it up here. I what a terrible punishment. Here, That's let me uh, read say. it for you guys here. Right. <laughs> there he is. Look at it. Punishment. Supervan, 1977, directed by Lamar Card. I will look him up to see if he did anything else after this. A man he named Clint. He didn't. Lame. A man named Clint enters a solar Clint Barlow. Ooh, same ooh, person. Name? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, he enters a solar-powered van called Vandora into a competition called Freak Out. <laughs> also, I love the tagline: "Get that free will and fill in." All right, go ahead. Oh, hey, the the music was catchy, right? <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, so the okay, so this movie is from 1977, and oh. it is the perfect like encapsulation encapsulation of what the 70s like <laughs> drug era was. Because oh, no joke, dude. There must be like five montages of just seventies uh, people doing seventies shit, and I'm talking about like 
guys chasing women and like assaulting them in weird ways which made it was so uncomfortable to watch uh, uh like yeah just grabbing tits and doing um wet t-shirt contests and best part of the movie maybe i should watch this <laughs> yeah the, the guys oh, are all wearing watch it no he doesn't have like to I watch it thought... it's a film I no, but I thought you I thought you saw it and no, that's why you were I, I looked through the, the swamp of Tubi and found it. Oh my god. Yeah, they, they got yeah. the the men got their like jean booty shorts and their like little mustaches and it's yep. It's just quite the fucking sight to behold. The story Wait, makes no sense at all. Pants. There None. is their story. Is there yeah. a story in this <laughs> thing? I don't know. I like it's about a competition, but you never really see a competition. He, no, they're just like never. always prepping for it, but never actually in it. And all of a sudden, the van's shooting lasers and shit. And you're like, how did that happen? And <laughs> it's just, it's such a fucking weird movie. I don't know what kind of drugs they did while making this, but it must have been the good stuff because holy shit, this movie is wild. Todd, when I tell you that this movie opened with this very catchy fucking tune, it opened with a very fucking <laughs> catchy tune about mini about vans. I mean, you get this whole like twenty minute intro of vans of different types <laughs> driving down the interstate, and there is communication going on via two way radio, and God knows what they're saying because it's like, "Hey there, preacher, what's going on? Hey, I see you down at the rodeo." Like it's just fucking insane. Um. Fuck this! This movie looked like somebody found this old VHS tape at like a, like at a fucking going out of business sale of a place, and then said, "Hey, it still works. Let me upload it to Tubi." Because my entire viewing of this movie was remember like back in the days when you recorded something on VHS and you'd get the lines <laughs> just randomly yeah. through. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole viewing. Um, the the main guy in this Clint is like a mechanic who's tired of being a mechanic and he's like dad I'm leaving even though I'm like 40 years old I don't want your life I'm James Vanderbeek type style he's driving down the fucking road and then oh my gosh I hear a girl getting raped on the two-way radio let me go suddenly find her because I have perfect GPS in the 70s and save her life and guess what she's gonna be my love interest and I'm gonna end up boning later on in this movie she was kind of hot though um vandora was completely fucking insane a solar powered van that looked like it was claustrophobic as fucking side because they were all scrunched up in it um you've got the red-headed villain guy who just shows up out of nowhere just like fucking being a dickhead and talking like an asshole to everybody this movie is just insanely stupid um i don't know man i like like steve said there's montages of people just being hippies man and grabbing titties and having a wet t-shirt contest and shaking their titties in front of the camera. It's like, these were just non-paid extras. So yeah. um, it, it was, it was fucking wild. Movie, Steve man. was watching. He's like, mom. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> this was the longest hour and 36 minutes of my life. I looked at, see how long was left. It was like, I was on 34 minutes in. I was like, fuck. Yeah, two two so, things that made me fucking laugh in this movie. First of all, all the movies in the 70s and 80s that have science involved somehow yep. always have the same sound effect. A like every time you go to the van, they'd have that fucking science music like playing, which is just so annoying. The, and the van had its own music. Like every time it was on, it sounded <laughs> yeah, yeah. futuristic. <laughs> and then there's this chase scene, okay, of the guys oh in the God. van and a guy on a bike. And they go to a junkyard 
and they drive onto like this um this little hill area and then it goes the van right into like one of those crushers that crushes the van oh yeah in the beginning the, the motorcycle like also goes conveniently right into that exact same like spot and gets like, his motorcycle crushed you it's just like what the car fuck compactor dude yeah he just he backs into a car compactor perfectly fine <laughs> yeah. and it starts eating his van and this thug motorcycle gang dude's like oh there he is i'm gonna catch him let me go up the same ramp where it's getting <laughs> e- it's so fucking stupid dude it this is movie, stupid yeah this movie is something else yeah um be be forewarned the next trivia i win uh super van is in your future so uh <laughs> see what did you give it I get one and a half stars because I was oh. somewhat entertained of just how weird it got at sometimes and the montages, man, they were they were something else. There was there was more montages in this movie than there was fucking movie. Yeah, it was yeah. all like a a commercial for van convention or uh, convention shit. So um, I'm with you on there. One and a half um, out of two, be only because that catchy fucking tune that was made specifically for this fucking movie. Um, terrible. So. Um, I'm going to take next one here real quick. Uh, I've watched and finished the entire eight episode series of Castlevania Nocturne, which is an animated, um, show on Netflix. Uh, this is kind of a sequel to the original Castlevania, which I think either ran three to four seasons. Um, uh, I cannot stress enough how cool the original Castlevania animated series was with all its violence, gore, um, fucking cartoon boobs, which always make me laugh because it's just fucking hilarious. Um, to see this one though, um, the follow up to the original series was really fucking cool. It's only eight episodes, longest one probably at 43 minutes, all the other ones about 25. Um, whenever you guys get a time to sneak it in, sneak it in because it is a good fucking show. Um, and they do it very well, and the gore in there is fucking fantastic. It reminds me of like Spawn back in the days. Remember that cartoon on HBO? How like you didn't really watch it because you wanted to know it, you just knew there was violence and boning in it. <laughs> so pretty much the same thing here all right i watched teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem for 2023 and i absolutely loved it man i was surprised i love the artwork i love the voice acting the story was fucking great um the music was fucking lit and i i can't believe they used the song that i've been playing as a joke for like fucking seven years and it's uh oh god was it oh my god do i try I tried all the time. I can't believe they played the parody song version of that during an action <laughs> sequence, and I just lost my shit. Uh, it was really cool, man. I really liked it, and this is probably my favorite thing non-horror of the year so far. Good. It was fucking really great. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I highly recommend it. Did you? Did the animation take you out of it at all, or did you? No, nah, I thought it was cool. It? it was different. Yeah, right. It, it was different. It was cool. I liked like the sharp edges and like the crooked artwork and stuff like that, and. I was into it 100%. I gave it a four and a half out of five. The kid nice. actors are fucking amazing, too. Oh, yeah. They're great. Nice. Uh, so I promised on the Horror Squad that I was going to review two horror movies on this podcast because I watched too many and I couldn't fit them into that episode. <laughs> so I took it's the right, two kind of... spooky episode. Yeah, exactly. That's what I figured it was a good time to do it. I took the two least spooky <laughs> films to talk on this one. So my first one is from 2023. I watched it over on Shudder, and it's Spirit Halloween the movie uh... so this is basically the story of these kids who decide they're, they're kind of losers they don't really want to trick-or-treat anymore so they decide to hide in a spirit halloween overnight 
and uh, kind of do a party in there. That'd be fun. Yeah, in theory, right? Uh, so that's what they do. But of yeah. course, there's an evil like spirit that also haunts that spirit Halloween. And then there's a bunch of shit that happens. Christopher Lloyd plays the spirit. So that's actually pretty cool, although he looks like the Crypt Keeper at this point. Aww, this spirit Halloween is also the most unbelievable like location ever. It has like a fucking underground cave and uh, this like giant. I thought you were going to say it was fully and... stocked. No, no. Uh, no, because that none of the IP stuff, right? It's only their kind of original stock in there. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it's a kid's movie. Obviously, I'm not the audience for this. It wasn't like the worst watch ever, but I definitely rolled my eyes at times because of just how kind of childish and dumb it was. So I gave it two stars out of five. You can check it out on Shutter. I won't now. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll do a quick two because they kind of go hand in hand. And that's 1981's Escape from New York and 1996 Escape Ooh. from L.A. from director John Carpenter. Snake um, Snake Plissken. Uh, Escape from New York, man. This guy Adrian Barbeau, who's fucking one of the all timers, man. Oof, fabulous. And uh, yeah, he he's basically like this fucking ex soldier turned convict, and the president crashes in New York City, which is now a prison because there's too many prisoners. So they turn the entire island of Manhattan into a prison. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but the president, his plane crashes in in New York, and they can only send one man. And it's a criminal snake plus not special forces, not a special ops team, not a whole fucking division of army. One guy named snake is going in to save the president who is Donald Pleasance from Halloween. And uh, I mean, it's goofy. It's goofy as fuck. Snake Plissken is so over the top. Kurt Russell, his little outfit is hilarious. He wears the same pants, <laughs> not only in escape from New York, but in escape from LA, same pants. I'm like, did he save these pants? Did he buy a new pair? Does he have a year long fucking? How do his balls smell like fucking dick cheese? Like what is going on? <laughs> so like New what? York, he goes. <laughs> New York, he goes in there, <laughs> saves the day. Ten years later, he's he's a convict again. He gets captured again, again and now he has to go to L.A. This time, and it's like a fucking shit show. It's even worse than it is in reality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, big ass earthquakes destroyed L.A. and turned into like a wasteland. Blah blah blah. It's the same fucking movie. It's just a different thing, different uh, uh, setting. They do have Bruce Campbell, though, in a cool cameo where he plays like a plastic surgeon who's like over the top and everything's falling off his his patients. So he's constantly like rebuilding them, things like that. Um, it's got, oh, I can't believe they did this to her. But um, one of the all-timers, too, uh, Pram Greer, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And she's a babe. And they gave her the manliest voice possible as a voiceover. And it just kills the whole vibe for me. And I'm like, Pam Greer, no, what happened to her? Um, Bruce Campbell's funny, like I said. Uh, Snake Bliskin is still over the top. It's just so, oh, it's got the stupid 90s CGI too, which is awful. Um, but it's a three out of five for me. And Escape from New York is a three and a half out of five for me. So I think they're great films for the stupid factor. And if you want, Screen Factory has a collection of both of them out for like 20 bucks right now on sale. Nothing which like one has the... Uh... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead, Steve. I was gonna say nothing screams badass like let's uh settle our differences by a basketball game. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the basketball game. In the in uh yeah, the second one. Wow. What, that is, was... is it the second one where they have the shoot off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't my. believe they, they made one of the sexiest women of all time like not sexy. I was like, what are they doing? You got Prime Greer in this. What are you guys doing? Oh, yeah, he throws the can up in the air and shoots the guys. It's hilarious. <laughs> right. it's it was the second one that had the surfing too, right? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in California. He surfs. They hang glide. 
It's, it's so Steve crazy, Buscemi, man. Steve Buscemi jumps out of a helicopter and, and just like gets a paper cut. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> California loving baby. Yeah. Um, I got two real quick ones. Um, I was reading Darth Vader Volume Six: Return of the Handmaidens. It's a graphic novel. Um, pretty cool. So basically, what they did is they took different eras. So New Hope had a run of Darth Vader comics. They was like six trade paperbacks. And now we're like in the Empire Strikes Back. So there's another like six, seven, eight trade paperbacks of Darth Vader in that era. It was kind of cool because they brought back the handmaidens, Padme's handmaidens from the movies that you see. Um, what's her face from uh from Insidious? Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne, yes. Rose Byrne's in it. Um, and then Kira Knightley was in it briefly. Um, really good read if you want to read some more of what's going on in Star Wars as far as like the the novels and the comics go. Uh, the Darth Vader ones are really fucking cool because it's got all the everything you love about Vader and then some. Um, and then my final one is the game that I just picked up last week. Yeah, I think last week, and that is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Holy shit, having so much fun, which is biased because I'm a huge AC fan like Steve. Uh, but Steve. It is fucking fun. The graphics, Ubisoft just continues to, in my opinion, dominate settings and all that good stuff. If you love history, uh, it's set in Baghdad. Um, you play Basim, who was a supporting character in Valhalla. Um, it is just fucking phenomenal. It's quite the sight to see on PS5. And it's a short, contained story. So it's not this huge, massive map that you're like, fuck, this game's like 120 hours easily. Now, this game, you will, a completionist, I think, is around 30 hours. I'm already 10 hours in, um, and I'm just having tons of fun where there hasn't been anything that has dragged on for me or anything like that. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, whether you get it on sale or whenever you get it, you have to get it because it's fun. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, start that one up. Um, so my last one this week is another horror film that I also, 2023 film that I watched, uh, what did I watch this on? On crave which is a canadian uh service and it is meg to the oh, trench yeah. Yeah. so i mean i i liked the first meg i didn't love the first meg you know it's kind of ridiculous it's kind of like the fast and the furious of shark movies so my expectations for meg 2 were pretty low you know i do like jason Staten though so i figured at the very least he'll be entertaining and that, that's how it was for the majority of the film it's just like the story's super basic. Like now they have uh, a megalodon in captivity, but of course it escapes, and then they go into this place called the trench, which is an underground facility where they're mining shit, and then they're doing like bad things, you know, nefarious things. And there's other megalodons that were also there, so now there's three of them, and all sorts of crazy shit. And the facility en ends up blowing up, and it creates a rift that makes the Megalodons escape. And then they go to a place called Fun Island and then oh. absolutely wreck havoc. Uh, so yeah. And yeah, so for the majority of the film, like I'd say the first three quarters of the film, it was pretty basic stuff. It was entertaining enough. It was ridiculous. Jason was okay. But the, the last quarter, holy fuck, that was awesome. Just balls to the wall action. Merciless killing. There's three Megalodons to contend with. The terrorists are there. There's a giant octopus. Holy fuck. Is this it's like, yeah, it's fucking wild. And it's funny because I thought Jason Seam would be the star of this thing. But there's this guy called Wu Jing 
he steals the fucking show in this movie super entertaining character he's absolutely hilarious and uh yeah it's a it's a wild movie i actually enjoyed the fuck out of it to be honest because that last quarter was totally worth it so i gave it three and a half stars out of five Damn. i think you should watch it it's 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 worth i, I plan on ch- it, checking out yeah. j- just to get the fun be- island <laughs> it's called is fun island really come on I mean, it's all right. Uh, they're they're merciless with the killing. Uh, it's not like there's a ton of blood or anything. I think they tried to keep it. Uh, I don't. It might be a PG thirteen. I'm not sure. But there's yeah. a lot of deaths. Like they just kill everyone. Yeah. You like that more than you liked uh, Exorcist Believer. Oh fuck, that was terrible. Don't don't get me started. I, got, I was pissed <laughs> off enough on the was, other podcast talking about that one. That was a that was a brutal review, man. Oof, brutal. It was, a, it was a brutal film. Uh, can David Gordon Green make uh, the Meg Three, and will you guys be happy with it? <laughs> he'd probably be better. He'd probably make the shark fucking like apologetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, gonna, it's not. It's gonna be about a fucking seal or something. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the shark will talk. Yeah. <laughs> or or roar like John swore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it for tonight for uh, what Watch Red played, and now because we didn't have it last week, and we need to get payback after fucking Supervan, we are doing some tri- 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 trivia. Trivia time. Ready for it. This is quarter number four. Uh, The current standings are Steve in the lead with 31, Mondo in second with 29, myself in third with 28. It is a close game. Let's see. um, Steve's best month was quarter number two. I'm sorry, best quarter was quarter number two with 12. Mondo's is also quarter number two with 14. Damn. Mondo won that one. Who will win? Quarter number four. Let's start and find out. Who would like to go? I will go first. All right. And because of the spooky season, my Oof. questions are a little scary. So scary. <laughs> All right. Question I'm number scared. one. What horror novel is cameoed in Invincible season one? Scary. What'd you say? It and Carrie. Yeah. No. This is a trick question. And that's oh. no for both of you. Uh, the, the question is, there's no horror movie in <laughs> yeah, yeah. Invincible. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, no, no. There is. There is. Okay. So a horror, a horror novel? And it's a trick question? It's a trick question. <sighs> yes. So it's not a real book then? Novel, book, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> you don't make uh, no sense. <laughs> uh, you it will when you get uh, is it, is it a real The book? Boys? That's no. not a horror book. Well, that's, that, that would have been the joke. I'll, I'll give you both the hint. I'll give you both. I'll give you a hint. All right, be ready because it may tickle your buttholes or make shit talk shit. Um, <laughs> but it may go quick. This same book has cameoed in several other movies and films. It's very popular. Cujo. Nope, Steve. Last opportunity. Cameoed in. Invincible. Uh... One and remember, it's a trick question. The Bible. You were fucking close, sir. Really? The correct answer is the Necronomicon. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. (laughs) Yep. All right, Blu-ray back of Blu-ray time. Ready? Yep. Uh Oh. This actor and this actor star as rival gods locked in an epic battle to decide the fate of the universe in a sterling fantasy adventure. Uh, Percy and the uh, Percy Jackson. 
Incorrect. I said Highlander. Incorrect. These actors are both gigantic. It's a CGI fest. Came out within the last five years. Read it again real quick. Um, actor, actor and actor star as rival oh, gods locked shit. in an epic battle to decide. Yeah, gods of Egypt. Correct. Yeah. Damn. I just remember I, it, when you said they're gigantic. I remember them being like way taller than Bam. regular people. I, I still haven't watched this. I fucking own it. It's it's, it's crazy. Butler and, and the other dude from Game of Thrones, right? Nicholas yeah. Nikolai Coster, Valdu, whatever. Yeah, He's really good as a white supremacist in this one movie. Uh, what's it called? Shot Callers. It's a stupid title, yeah. but it's a really good movie. Cool. Right, yeah, I yeah. All right. In Jurassic World, did I ask this already? <laughs> No, I don't know. In Jurassic World, which celebrity is used for the safety video in a gyrosphere? Oh, damn it. Um, it Jimmy Hart? Fallon. Correct. Yeah, it is Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, boy. I will not go down on this day. You're mine. This is also a question set in the Invincible. Chris. When's this Maybe? season two come out? I can't wait for that. Soon. I think it's at the end of the month. Nice. Or early November. Um, who voices Damien Darkblood in Invincible? Damien Darkblood is a demonic-looking detective. Mm. What's his name? Uh, I know his first name. I forget his like. What's his first name? Oh, Keith David. Negative. You're thinking of gargoyles. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Tony Todd. We not Tony Todd. Todd we have talked about our love for this actor <laughs> several times recently too. I think it's a black gentleman, obviously. We like we like uh, we like a lot of actors. That's a problem. <laughs> All right. The correct answer is the legendary Clancy Brown. Oh, so oh. oh, okay. He's the man. He's also in Gen V, which I started and I'm current on, which oh. I forgot to talk about, I'm, which is I'm eh, too okay. in. Yeah, I'm tight. Let grow on me. All right. She she shrunk on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna give you okay. You have to tell me what the name of the character is. All right? Okay, okay got here's it. Your, here's your clues. I started out as a janitor in a small town diner, only to become mayor. Oh, it's uh Goldie Wilson. Oh Correct. fuck. That's crazy because my question is also related to the same franchise. Interesting. So you have to be quick. You're going to be mayor someday. I know you guys are big fans, so you'll have to be very quick on this. Let's go. Are you ready? Yes. In Back to the Future Part 2, what's the name of the porno mag featured? Ooh la la. That's correct. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. I'm and fucking Strickland terrible. takes it to his office and looks at <laughs> yeah. it. Ooh, la, la. You're a slacker, just like your old man. Oh, I fucking love that. Oh, man. We haven't even, we're 77 episodes in and we haven't reviewed one Back to the Future movie. I know. It's going to come. I'm sure. We're due. So good. I got All the right, my right last there. question. Damn me. Ooh, right I do see it. Right there. there nice. Is that the hat too or no? No, that's from a local baseball team. Gotcha. My last question for the night what Mayor. is the name for the horror DLC featured in Infamous 2? Oh. Hell's Bats Out of Hell or Hell's Gate or. Ooh. 
close ideas close bats of hell no i will give you each one more opportunity i have no idea i was just on the right track i don't remember exactly um and i think i'm also confusing it with um saints row (laughs) so gates of hell negative i don't know the correct answer is festival of blood no, I was in close. <laughs> no, but bats and it's vampire theme. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of uh, Saints Row Three. I think. So. Is that the one with aliens? Is that three? Oh, so there won't be any more Saints Row. Did go under? It's back to me. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Who said this quote? I will take the actor that said it or the character's name, but not the movie title. So I need the actor's name or the character name. Here, here's a quote. John, don't run. You don't have to chase me. You don't have to run. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Everybody runs, Fletch. Incorrect. Oh, shit. Shit, that last part. Uh, Fletch? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie, too, by the way. John, I know. John don't run. You don't have to chase me. You don't have to run. Everybody runs, Fletch. Wow. I'm so familiar. Yes, it's bugging me. We reviewed uh, it. Oh, fuck. Sylvester Stallone. Incorrect. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is correct, you piece yeah. of shit. Fuck, you piece of shit. Minority like, Report? Yep. Yeah. You don't have to chase me. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, he's like this. Yeah, they had the gotcha. fucking <laughs> weird, like, booster pack things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, this is a really easy one again, so you <laughs> have to be quick on it. It's stuck in my head, too. <laughs> Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Who's the only cartoon character to have a spread in Playboy magazine? Just Betty a Boop? Oh, wrong. Both, Damn. Okay. Both, Both wrong. You could, yeah, you want one more guess? The only, Just grab her, I would... the only cartoon character to have a spread in Playboy magazine. Just grab it's hot. Yep. Uh, um, Miss Piggy. <laughs> the the fucking girl rabbit uh, from Space Jam. Wrong. The no. answer, surprisingly, is March Simpson. Ew. What? She even graced the cover. Like topless and stuff? Yep. That's fucking no strange, man. L- look it up. I'm not gonna look uh, it up. <laughs> that's, yeah. below, that's below me. <laughs> no, I'm not looking it up either. You guys are gross. Why does anime Why? stuff get you on? Why are you guys? You know what? I don't like this. <laughs> oh, this was my theme for last week, by the way. So, just since oh, we didn't do trivia. Oh dang, she did. Right now she did. That's not, that's that is... not accurate. That's not accurate. Homer. <laughs> All right. Dope. I'm gonna dope. I would have thought that everything was blue, but that's just <laughs> me. I get. This is um. It's weird Let's though, see. right? It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. <laughs> Have you right, I'm, I'm surprised you guys didn't know that. It was like a big yeah. deal when that happened. Well, you know what's weird is when Bart had his wiener out in the movie. Oh my god, that yeah, that's super weird. Field. It's that's a kid. So weird. I know it's gross. It's and it's not funny at all. It's I no. don't see the thought process with that. like Homer would have been funny because he's an adult. Yeah, <laughs> you know Bart's what fifth grade or something like that. Yeah, well, it's fucking I mean, disgusting. If we're going based on like how long he's been around, he's really like I don't know, sixty. Yeah. 
He's like so. 40 years old. That's <laughs> right. He's like uh, Jack. That's weird. From... I never knew. I never knew yeah. Marge was no, a playboy. Jack. That's it's the opposite. Weird. Yeah, yeah, that was a big uh, deal when that happened. Huh. Over right. Jessica Rabbit? Yeah, well, I, I, I guess you know, they were running out of ideas by that point, I think. This will Jessica, sell. Right. A Playboy so, doesn't even do uh, nudity anymore, right? Really? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think it is. Yeah. It's just like articles, like legit magazine now. Yeah, like all the people for years have been saying, I re- I do it for the articles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. All, all right, right. Todd, point us. Quarter number four, Steve three, Todd Who's two, saying? Mondo zero Who's for saying? quarter number four opener. So right, oh, strong, strong opening good. for the the two older gen- Who's older? <laughs> Me or you, Mondo? Uh, you're I'm December older. on I'm May. Thirty-seven. I'm gonna be thirty-seven. Oh yeah, you're you're older. Damn, you old fuck. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's all right. You're right behind me because you sneeze, I cough, and we almost shit. Same result. <laughs> so it is what right. it is. All right, game review time. All right, we will start with Friday the Thirteenth, uh, by developer Gun. This uh, film, sorry, not this film. This game came out in 2017. And it's a basic asymmetrical survival horror game where one person plays as the title character, Jason Voorhees, and he tries to hunt down a group of camp counselors in various um, settings throughout the uh, Friday 13th Mother universe. You have Tommy Jarvis cabin, you have Camp Crystal Lake, obviously, mm. and you can work as a team to escape either by car, by calling the police and then escaping to the road, or by boat. And then you can also call in Tommy Jarvis, who shows up as a character. If you die and they call Tommy Jarvis, you can be respawn with Tommy as a shotgun and so on. Um, I have a rough opening with this game in 2017 on launch day. I took the day off fucking work because I was really into this. <laughs> like, I was really excited because obviously I'm a big ass horror fan, huge big. Jason fan. And the the servers never, it, they didn't work and they seemed to never work the entire history of this game. It was fucking a slog just to get into games. <laughs> so I hated playing this game by myself with randoms. <laughs> People found, found exploits and would just hide the whole time as Jason, they would be invincible because they found exploits. Terrible. Um, in my opinion, in my experience, a terrible game to play by yourself. However, a five out of five game, amazing game to play with friends, which I'm thankful I got to play with you guys, Chuck, Cody, Asa, and so on. I'm sorry if I left your name out, but we played with so many great people. I had a great time. Those are my initial Guts. thoughts. We'll play with you? Guts, too. Dr. Guts, Scott, nice yep. Yeah, yeah. Woo, what's up, Torker? What do you guys oh, think about man. it? What's your, what's your history with, with Friday from inception to now? Never played until I played with you guys. Nice. <laughs> uh, Short so my story is actually really similar to Todd's. I bought it day one thinking this would be like the greatest thing ever because we didn't have like big property horror games in a long time. And I was really interested to see what would happen. And I tried playing with fellow YouTubers because I was a YouTuber at the time and we, we couldn't get into a game. It was just so broken. And I think Todd actually, I, t- I think Todd was one of them. I think I tried with Todd, Abe, and oh, a couple yeah, other did. dudes we did i remember we played a couple times but we did a couple times but it was so broken that we just like gave up because uh yeah it just it wasn't working and i kind of just put the game away thinking you know maybe it'll get better one day and i just never picked it up again until you know this podcast and we decided to play something uh, i don't remember i think we just all owned it right it, that it wasn't on game pass or anything no yeah, it's it just never, something it yeah i think it was cheap maybe yeah on Friday the 13th, they tend to do deals on Xbox. Like, I know that Friday the 13th collection is always, like, $13 for the whole collection, stuff like that. So, I think most people just got it. And we might have gotten on the 
games with gold at some point as well. So that's also a reason. But I yeah, did, yeah. I, I went from absolutely hating this game to really having fun playing with other people. And I, I'm very interested to talk about the differences because I think there are some things that Friday the 13th does well that Texas Chainsaw Massacre could kind of learn from and the opposite where I think Friday the 13th should have done and Texas Chainsaw Massacre does better. So very curious to see the contrast between the two. And before I, so, uh, I'll go for it. I was just going to say that, um, I mean, I, I, I've spoken to it before, but multiplayer is not exactly my, my go-to. Um, and I know, I think it was this year, earlier this year when we all got together and started playing uh, periodically when we had chance. And I mean, I'll play some multiplayer here or there. Nothing as significant as this because I know how toxic it can get. And that shit will get annoying. You know, when like Todd, you're saying these exploits against you or for you. Um, but holy shit, man, this game encapsulated like all the fun that it is to have with people you know or people you hang out with because we had such memorable fucking nights um screaming yelling fuck you bitch leave me alone like why are you ah, running man, bitch like, why are you running <laughs> why are you running uh <laughs> you know odd job falling asleep half the time you know like we just had such a good time playing i mean one of the games in my memory that totally sticks out to me is a night that we all played and um i was jason and i'm terrible at these fucking games um, but I was Jason and you guys were all getting in a car trying to fucking get away. And I was learning the the moves on the fly, kept hitting you guys, kept pulling out of the car. We're screaming, my buttholes perk, like we're just having this like we're boys. We're men who are boys at this point, just having screaming this at each other. the survivors are screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah. ah! Like leave me the fuck alone. Go, go, go. Wrong way, wrong way. Like tricking each other like that would such fun nights where it's like, oh shit, he's close, he's close when you're nowhere near. Um, it was just such a fun time. And I'm thankful to have had that. Um, especially, you know, with with our with our fallen buddy Chuck, um, to be able to go back and look at like those great fucking times. Like that Friday thirteenth, it being a big slasher, it being a big horror game at the time, like that's all cool and stuff, but it's those memories is like, yeah, that 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 made it fucking worth it. I wish we had recorded that gameplay man because that shit was just fucking hilarious um would you guys say that jason is like one of your top like when it comes to horror because you guys are the nerds for that um is jason top there for you yeah, he's and he's my what... favorite yeah i wouldn't say he's my favorite but he's definitely in the top i mean he's okay like one of the ultimate I, I think i lean towards michael more a little bit i just i don't know there's just something about him but i love jason's look Jason's look yeah. is probably my favorite. And I love that the mask changes just a little bit every movie. You know, it just adds a little something to it. Yeah, for the you better, like too. Myers? Unlike Michael Myers, they'll give him yeah, like eyebrows. Yeah, God. And then, or the <laughs> oh, big shit. eye holes all of a sudden. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give us the give us the Michael Myers versus uh, Jason Voorhees movie we all want. In yeah, that would be a quiet. Be super uh, boring, though. They're yeah, fucking yeah. staring at each other. Exactly. But, um, um, yeah, Friday thirteenth, man. Like I, I put in thirty three hours into it, mostly hanging out with you guys. And the last time I played it, honestly, was on uh, April seventh, and our our friend, our friend Chuck would would pass away a couple weeks after that. And honestly, I don't I don't ever want to play this game again, to be honest, because it was it it, like it, yeah. it's so much. 
I deleted it, and I love the fucking game because I love playing with you guys, but I just can't bring myself to play it again because we have a big member of our party just out, and I'm like, you know what? We had those great times. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel the same way as well. Um, You know, it's just that my memories to this game are really tied, like, in part with him, you know, because he was a part of all those nights that we did for this game, and some of my favorite memories of us being playing that game. So I, I have two... Uh, number one is one time I, I was a survivor and I think I might've been the last one on the map. Oh, and I, I I'm like, this. I keep like saying like, guys, how, how do you, how are you supposed to fix this car? Like how do, where, where do I put the gas in this car? <laughs> and like, I, I'm, I'm just talking about like how to, cause I, I was kind of new to the game, how, how to do the car, but I'm actually it's crawling so towards the exit. I'm just pretending that I'm near a car so that Jason will go to a car and not, come and find me at the exit and chuck kind of clued in and he started helping me yeah he's like dude, dude, dude just put I it right I there put the... i think yeah. i was jason <laughs> oh that's very possible <laughs> and yeah and i got to escape and that was that was a great moment and the other one was another learning moment i thought i was so fucking clever uh, i think there were only <laughs> two, two or three survivors left and i went and hid in the house thinking he'll never fucking find me in here like there's no the way he's gonna find me in the house i had no idea the house the house lights up like a christmas tree when you're in it and here i am thinking i'm so fucking clever and chuck was just laughing his ass off when i told him that it's just like oh my god what a, what a great game was it was I, it chuck that was jason or was it mondo that was jason where you some one of you guys was hiding by a fucking rock that's a, mondo that was uh hiding yeah, by was the chuck, rock. Was chuck the killer no he was he was the he was jason i think and i think yeah. chuck might have been the guy hiding right or it's the opposite because yeah, he, his favorite was jason the the toy that had the song that played as yeah, him the, mm-hmm. the super nintendo version yeah. yeah, so I was hiding by the rock, and he would hear him walking by, <laughs> dude, dude. And, and freaking Cody was the one who told me, like, hey, you want to find them, then you got to teleport because they light up red. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, thank you. <laughs> yeah, remember, I sent this screenshot to uh, to the Discord or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Where I was hiding. Stupid, little, I was like, stupid rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you got to find me. Here's, here's, a, here's a clue. Uh, that shit was fun. But you know what? That game, though, like, I I don't know. I kind of feel like I mean, I guess it's meant for that, but it was kind of unbalanced because holy shit, if you didn't find a a knife or something to stop Jason, like you were dead the minute he grabbed you, right? And he's just stooping up his powers. There, there's really no getting um, away from Jason, honestly. If if he's a good which Jason. I guess, and it's supposed to be that way, right? Because it's supposed to give you that like anxiety, that that rush, that feeling. But I also felt like sometimes it's just so unbalanced because it depended on the map you got. If you got a big map, you were fucked, man. I mean, you could teleport every now and then as Jason, but... It was also really like, annoying. Remember, we had the problem with it, too, where it was so damn dark. Yeah. And then when you're when you're a, yeah. a counselor and Jason's around or you get scared or whatever, then the, the vision goes even oh. darker and you're like, it's it's impossible to see. <laughs> That's also That was also a problem with it. Yeah, something that I didn't... I, I knew it was a problem, but I didn't realize how much of a problem was until I played TCM. And you're in a day, and it's like way better. It's just like, oh my god, this is a hundred times better. Well, I mean, that's kind of what sucked about the Friday Thirteenth because even though it's way better setting at night, like you never got a day map, you know. And yeah, um, it would have been cool, like if you had some kind of like maybe maybe going like a dusk type map or even a day map. That would have been pretty cool um, because I don't think it's less terrifying to see Jason in 
to fucking daylight because the motherfucker scares, especially with whatever um whatever like uh version of him you've got, whether it was the Savini, uh, Friday Thirteenth, Fuck Roy, um, whatever version. But yeah, that that game was just just wild, man. Like it was tons of fun, and now the servers are going out. What in December? I think they're going yeah. down finally. Yeah, I mean we we might hold like a one last hurrah. Yeah, you know, yeah. honor yeah. honor Chuck's memory. Just all meet up at a fucking camp or something. I don't know. Remember how many times we failed to fucking get the uh, Pamela Voorhees sweater? <laughs> oh, to kill Jason. That was hilarious, yeah. man. We were so <laughs> like fucking seven idiots trying to figure something out that we couldn't do. You, you know what though? That's impossible to do if you're by yourself. Impossible. Like there's for no that. way. No. Yeah. And we were like coordinated. We were watching YouTube videos. We were watching. We were reading <laughs> yeah. up how to do it. And we, we still were still do it. fucking up. We were still <laughs> fucking. Don't hit him with mass. Oh wait, now you have no. God damn. And then Todd was like, "I'm fucking tired, guys. Like I'm done. <laughs> like this is my last." So we're like, "No, we got to get this shit together." So that was fun though, because, I mean, usually it's like you know, killer, kill everyone, haha, fuck you guys, team bag, right? But with us, it was like. It was just fucking fun. Like, hey, who needs this kill? Yeah. Who hasn't got a fountain? Now kill me so you can get the fucking achievement. Like, that shit was fucking fun, mm-hmm. man. You guys want to rate yeah, it? Yeah, so oh, I, echo, I echo what you said earlier, man. Like, as a standalone game by yourself, like, horrible, like, one out of five because of all the craziness. But together as, like, our little game family and with Chuck and all that, as, as fucking five out of five and beyond, like, too much yeah. fun. <laughs> 100% agree. I give it about a 2 out of 5 by yourself. When you can get a game and you get a good good party, then it's fun. But as um, with our group, it's just uh, we're, I mean, we're having so much damn fun playing this game. So 5 out of 5 in our in our group. Now I give it 1.5 out of 5 alone, and it's really not even for the gameplay. It's just because I liked all the different Jason costumes that they had and the masks and the locations and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, so the the game production value was really good. I just didn't enjoy the game at all when I was on my own. Uh, I would say multiplayer, I mean, of course, playing with you guys is 5 out of 5, but the game itself, I'd probably give a 4 out of 5 because there were some issues for sure, and it's hard to overlook them. Like, you know, I had just as much fun playing PUBG with the, the you know, a group, and I we played Dead by Daylight, and we played TCM, so I, I can't judge the game just because we played it and had fun. I have to judge it kind of on the game itself, so I get four out of five. Yeah, Dead by Daylight's one I I would rather not play. I didn't I just didn't <laughs> like it when we were playing. Yeah, but it was yeah, a it was, it was because really of good. the amount of people we were. I think we were too many people for Friday Thirteenth, so we played Dead by Daylight because it gotcha. supports more Dead, people. Dead, Dead by Daylight though is a lot more complex. You know, like yeah, I don't know. It, with a smaller party of four, it makes it. I mean. The, the people that they introduce, like the, the villains and stuff that you can play is pretty fucking cool. But yeah, that 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 was cool that you could have all the different slashers and stuff. Yeah. To, as opposed but to the just experience Jason. overall, like I would I would take a I would take the structure of these two games that we're talking about tonight over Dead by Daylight any day. But right. uh I didn't get around in for TCM man, and that's my <laughs> fault because of uh personal stuff um outside and no it wasn't too scary before you jumped to that because <laughs> I had a lot of fun. This, this game is um, fucking scary, dude. No, just timing wise and stuff, man. It didn't work out for me, so yeah, I'll just uh, be the spectator while you guys talk about it. Um, All right, TCM. I, I have some hmm? No, I'll have some questions for you guys afterwards. 
All right, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, currently out, 2023, came out a few months ago, based on the 1974 film of the same name, made by the same production company as Friday 13th Gun, so they got fucked over with Friday 13th because of the various lawsuits for that property, and they're like, fuck it, let's get something else, and they got TCM, and I absolutely love it. I have, guess how many fucking hours I have in this game? Oh, you're, you're probably like, a, yeah, 70 hours or something. 83 baby wow oh my god 83 655 gamer score uh i i play it every day if i if i'm doing work from home days quote unquote i'm doing a meeting and as soon as i'm done with that i flip around and fucking play a couple rounds so basically you either play as a family which is three characters you can be leatherface you can be cook hitchhiker sissy who's a new character of the universe or johnny who's a new character of the universe as well each of them has their uh their pluses and minuses. Obviously, Leatherface, he starts in the basement of all the maps. And he's got the chainsaw. He's a big bruiser. He's hard to take down, things like that. Johnny, he can track footprints. So that's helpful. Sissy, she can poison health or poison people by like a little fucking fart cloud that she hits. Um, <laughs> Hitchhiker, he puts little bone traps down and he can like snare you in there. And then when you get snared, it shows the other killers on the map where you are. Cook, he has padlocks. He can double lock doors, which is hell of annoying as a survivor because you get to a door and you're like, I'm going to get out of here. And then you see a padlock here, motherfucking Cook. And fucking Cook, he has this listening ability where he can, like, he holds his little ear, hand up to his ear. And if he hears you fucking stupid ass running around, he zooms in on you and it highlights, highlights you for him. But if you level that up, it highlights for all the killers, which is super annoying too. Um, and then you have five survivors and the story is they're going to look for their friend Anna who went missing and each of them have their own pluses and minuses Connie who's voiced by um, Scout Taylor Compton from plays Laurie Strode in the Halloween uh, remake from Rob Zombie she plays Connie and then you have Anna and you have uh, Jules and um, Sonny who he can listen to see where the other characters are too so he has a listening ability Connie's is like she can unlock stuff instantly, which is really nice, but it takes forever to fucking reload. It take, you can be done with the game before she can even reload it. And then um, what's his face? Another dude. He has this ability to like knock over all the other characters except for Leatherface. He can stun them, but he can't knock them over. And there's the family house as a level, slaughterhouse as a level, and gas station as a level, and they have different like night and day versions of that too. So. You start as a survivor in the basement, you break out your restraints and try to break out of the basement and then ultimately to the exits. So I fucking love this game and I've had a lot of fun playing with with you guys too, although Mondo you haven't played yet, but playing with like our group that we play on Friday the 13th, had a lot of fun with that. Play a lot with Cody too by ourselves too, which is fun because we kind of be on the same schedule game-wise. And then I think I have a lot of, a lot of fun as a, in a private match too with other players. But there are some exploits, but thankfully Gun is staying on top of it and kind of eliminating them as they come up. So that's nice to hear. But Steve, what are your uh, thoughts initially? Yeah, I, I I feel like Gun took what they learned from Friday the 13th and uh, implemented a lot of the fixes into this. Uh, I So one of the things that I want to ask you guys later, once I'm done my little spiel, is what do you prefer do you prefer having multiple survivors and multiple killers, or do you prefer having the one killer and just multiple survivors? So that's kind of one of the big differences between the two. I personally really like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre because, A, like I said, it's lit way better, so you can actually see what's going on. The locations are, like, like they feel more full. Like, in Friday the 13th, the locations felt a little bit empty, you know? 
like the houses were kind of empty and the the fields all looked the same and there wasn't like a whole lot of, to look at you know it was, just, it was fun to play but not fun to look at whereas this is just wow just absolutely incredible to look at all the characters look great i do wish they had more skins at the time of recording they don't have a ton yet out there and the problem is the skins are so expensive like they, it's all paid skins and they're like ridiculous like 20 dollars for a skin that's you know their money uh, Give them that's their absurd money. <laughs> um but i i like the abilities of each of the characters i like the series of events that you have to do to escape i think it's kind of it's a little bit more balanced in this game and i i had a blast it's it you really feel like you're in the texas chainsaw massacre and that's uh that's pretty fantastic question yeah, for you guys yep um your description though as i'm listening to you guys talk about this it sounds like the fucking killers have like these amazing fucking perks mm -hmm. and it sounds like the survivors have the shittiest perks it like is how's the balance on that because it i mean that sounds wild i mean you one guy can track your fucking feet poison you like so fuck, i'm already frustrated i've never even played it, it yet it, if you have three players that are high level and experienced and they're the killers you're fucked um, it's very hard. Uh, okay, so let me backtrack. On Family House, you're fucking dead unless you get lucky and get out of there because it's a small map. Slaughterhouse though is do 100% winnable for the survivors and hard for the killers. And then Gas Station, if you can fucking coordinate as a survivor, you're getting out of there every time. But um, it all depends on the skill level of the player, man. If I get in a lobby and I see Leatherface is at level one and fucking Cooks level three, I'm like, oh, these guys are fucked. Like, take them out. It's it's all good. But if they're like 50s and i see 99s i'm like oh i'm just gonna play for xp at this point and not even try to escape is there melee against the antagonist like there was yep. in friday the 13th yeah so you can get there's bone piles right and it's human bones too and the characters are like is this human oh my god but you take a bone shift basically and if you if the killer has a back turn to you you can attack him and stun him um oh i forgot to mention too grandpa is a character in this too and he's kind of like a um he finds the characters for you but you have to feed him blood and level up his ability so every so often he'll scream and then if you're moving you light up on the map for the killers to see wow. you can also this attack grandpa one-sided <laughs> it's not you can also uh, get grandpa and knock his ass out of the ship too but um it's obviously i'm, I'm batting like 800 as a killer okay. and like 150 as a fucking victim oh, so fuck. it is the, the bouncing is rough though but if you get like a really inexperienced killer group, like today I won like three in a row as a victim, it's like it's super easy to outsmart them if they're new. But if they get experienced, then it sucks. Yeah, that, that's a bit of a problem for me is that they should have matchmaking that puts people at your level to play with you because Absolutely. it's hard to get into the game now. You know, if you come into the game now, not only do you have to learn what to do, how, what the maps look like, like how where you can go where you can't go but you have all these abilities that you don't have so it's almost like unfair and that will frustrate people and make them not play so they should have a balancing where you have to be within your like 10 levels of you you know whether it's lower or higher so you you have like 20 levels of a area you can be in it's like Just, halo matchmaking that's what they yeah, do yeah exactly it's not like you're playing a fucking general like when you're a novice, you know, it's not fair. It'd, it'd be boring and people would leave. So that's something I feel that they need to fix because it'll make people who are trying to get into the game 
not want to play much more than a couple games. 100% agree. And honestly, though, if like the killers are high level but not in a party, they're not communicating with each other. Right. And like to be successful as a killer, you have to communicate because there's um, four, at least four exits per map, right? And there's only three killers. So you can't fucking cover all of them. And some of them are like you go upstairs, you get a fuse, you, you create the fuse box, and then you turn it on and you run your ass back in the basement and escape. So if you have someone camping that, and then you can just have your three characters get out, you're good. But if they're not communicating, like you can fucking walk all over them regardless if they're high high ranked or not. Uh, so did what it, do you guys so what do you guys prefer? Do you prefer having multiple killers or do you prefer the one killer? I, I like I like the multiple killers because it makes it more balanced in my opinion, because you can fuck up Jason if you're coordinated. Like mm-hmm. you you won't even see anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think they definitely need to fix it where similar to how you do you're talking about matchmaking they should have it like if you only have two killers in the map fine start the game with three victims stay waiting for a fourth instead of just saying you can't play at all i think they need to fix that a little bit yeah 100 percent. i think the most i think the multiple killers is cool but then if i don't know like if it's three against four like that still sucks like i don't know six people um one of the things that I think would be cool, I mean, I know, Steve, like, you had mentioned, like, this formula for these type of games are, like, not exactly revolutionary um, because you've seen it with Friday 13th, you see it with this one, Evil Dead, look what happened to that one. I mean, that game's done now, right? Uh, Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, It'd be really cool Killer Clowns like, is coming out. Another IP. Yeah, Killer Clowns is coming Ghostbusters out. Ghostbusters is out or not? It's just not it, high. Uh, like, I, I think it might be out. Oh, really? I didn't shoot I think it'd yeah, be cool so. if they took an IP like uh like Scream and they gave you maps and depending on the map you'd have depends on how many killers on there. You know, like if it's like a Stumacher house, you got two killers, as opposed to if it's uh Scream three type setting where you have one killer like Roman or something. Like I think something like that'd be cool. Like there has to be a balance with the perks that it sounds like these people have. Like there's gotta be some real balance with survivors versus multiple killers right so, but for for example like you can't use them non-stop mm-hmm. um that is a cooldown i would imagine yeah for yeah it has a cooldown but like cook has he starts with three padlocks only and there's like 16 doors right so you can right. only cover oh, okay three things and you're going to cover like the points you know people are going to attack right like the front door and family house easiest way to get out not if it's double locked and then hitchhiker has a <laughs> fucking trap in front of it then you're fucked you know so it's just like You'll see stupid motherfuckers too, like put a um a padlock on a fence where there's a where there's a squeeze through portion for the survivor, so like he doesn't need to All use right the fence. Next to it. Yeah, yeah. So but that's the thing, like it's fun going against a really bad crew and you can kill them all easily, but I also agree with Steve, like they need to put it within a certain rank structure. Otherwise your game's gonna die because it's gonna be a bunch of nine hundreds facing each other and just being bored. Right. Who are your guys' favorite killers to be? Because if I like the hitchhiker. There's just something satisfying about, best. <laughs> about having his trap like being like you put a trap somewhere that you know someone's gonna get, and when someone actually goes in it, you feel so fucking like proudly yourself. Like goddamn, I got him, <laughs> you know. And I, I, the only thing is, he he walks like he has a turd in his pants, which is really annoying <laughs> after probably a does. while. He probably does. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's funny, man. I, I leveled up my my uh, my Leatherface to level ten, which is far high as you can get for a killer. 
and he's fucking like nonstop stamina. I'm just fucking sprinting around the fucking map with my chainsaw revving. Um, I, I like I like playing Leatherface. A lot of people don't like playing him for some reason. Like on online and stuff, people are like, I don't want to be Leatherface, blah blah blah. But it's very satisfying because he's got the get the best kills. Um, he's powerful as fuck. He can't get knocked over by fucking stupid ass Leland and his shoulder charge. And you just like I get so much XP because you just go around. With Leatherface, you cut their escape routes off. Like they have little things they can crawl under. You you destroy it and they can't build it again. There's a door that they lock in your face. Destroy it, can't use it again. So you keep like funneling them into your other characters. Cool, That's, yeah, it's super fun like that. Plus, it's really what fun was... like when you know they're hiding in like a locker and you're just like revving your chains outside of it. Yeah, yeah, you right. Anywhere. <laughs> Did your guys' butthole perk the first time you were victims and fucking yes. Leatherface came out with the chainsaw? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's, oh, cin- it's cinematic, man. You'll be like hiding in the fucking bush, and Leatherface is screaming with his chains up, and they're mm-hmm. chasing oh. Connie. You're like, holy shit! Yeah. yeah. How many hours do you have in a Steve? Not a ton. Probably like twenty something. I would say. Uh, I I don't play alone, right? Like, so it's just if I play alone, I'm going to play something that's single player. So I only play when other friends are there, and I I maybe did three games, like three nights, maybe four. Yeah, so it was. Yeah, I don't have a ton of hours. I definitely enjoy it every time I do. What does the future outlook look for this game? Have they said anything about what they're going? Are they introducing any new elements? They just started DLCs and uh, like skins and stuff. Actually, I just saw them announce skins today for one of the Survivor characters. So they're definitely still working on it. Yeah, Yeah, Connie just got her new skins today and people are shitting on them. So I think Gun's going to take it to heart and lower the prices. I'm not buying fucking shirts for 15 bucks. It's ridiculous, the pricing. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. And um, the only killer that has multiple skins right now is Leatherface, and those are free. You just got to unlock them with, like, by playing him, and it's easy, like, 10 matches or whatever. Um, I did spend $10 on it because I got, like, the killer upgrade pack with, like, different kills for Leatherface and Cook and everything, but it was 10 bucks, and I played 80 hours ready, so it paid for itself. But, um... Yeah, the future, man. Like they're talking about Chop Top in part two, Leatherface okay. remake. So, I mean, I hope nothing goes wrong with it like Friday did and keeps growing. I saw that Greg Nicotero did a um, a Leatherface skin. Yep. I don't know. Which I'm not going to buy because it's like $20 and that's stupid. <laughs> I'm not stupid, but I'll spend $10 on animation. $10 for, yeah, like four that's kills. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. You guys see this as a long term game? Like, a staple like a multiplayer game with the with the homies moving forward or i, I mean for a while you know it, it's availability right because it's on game pass everybody can play it but as soon as it leaves game pass i feel everyone's gonna move on right because it's like yeah i don't think it'll stay you could, pri- you could private match it right yep that's what that's all i played is private matches seven people i think so that's yeah, a good time so if we got seven of us we could just play all night fucking seven and then yep. just alternate That'd be yeah. cool. I got to get on it, man. I mean, I wanted to. I downloaded it and everything, and I was just like, I mean, life just kind of gets busy sometimes. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. But I still got Friday the 13th memories, and we can only build upon that with Texas. Which, yeah. I mean, because we got new faces, too, hanging out. So that's yeah, for, for longevity for me, like, I already got the, the killer achievements I wanted to get, like, kill 100 people. And now I'm trying to get the escape 100 80 times. hours, of course, you better get killed 100 people. Now I'm trying to get escape 100 times, which I'm at like 60. It's fucking grind, man. Yeah, I bet. Oh. What, what would you guys, what IP would you like to see? If, if they continue this model, killer clowns aside, 
Kill Clown's great. I think that's a really that could be a really fun one. You know, you're in carnivals. You have so many different clowns that you can be. You know, it's a it's actually a really good IP. I don't know. Did you want to see though? Hmm. What's left? Yeah, of the big like slashers. I guess Halloween. I mean, I guess uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, you can have Freddy and like the Dream World. That's true. Hey, Terrifier's pretty big right now. Why not just give us a Terrifier one? Art the fucking. It'll probably be like a DLC in Dead by Daylight, I'd imagine. Yeah, I would. Yeah, doing the the badge kill. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. (laughs) The first one, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I, I honestly, I don't want this type of game anymore. That's the, the problem is I, I don't want every horror IP to be this type of game. Uh, I want to see a single player experience of some of these slashers. I, I think that would be kind of the coolest thing ever. So, who's the one that said in the Discord for Horse Squad about the the makers of like Until Dawn and stuff were looking to do a game like Scream, that, but Scream style? Yeah. Yeah, that would be that'd, that'd be rad. That that's baseball. like the perfect venue for a thing like Scream. So, fucking yeah. Roger Jackson phone rings. Yeah, you're right. Pick it up. I love yeah. it. Oh, that'd be cool. That guy's voice is fucking amazing, man. It is. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for a cameo just so you can fucking say Happy Halloween, Steve. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Hang up on me and I'll cut you like a fish. <laughs> I'll cut you like a fish. Oh, uh, my daughter got me hooked on that that fucking franchise man she watches she's, gonna, so be a, she's gonna fucking do a mimic kill on you dude that's all right you guys <laughs> this one lasted <laughs> well you guys played it you guys rate it go ahead steve uh, i get 4.5 out of 5 uh, i still think it needs a little bit of work so i'm not quite giving it the 5 out of oh. 5 but it's an improvement over friday the 13th so it's only going in the right direction they could just fix a few of the issues uh, with matchmaking and balance and stuff like that, I think this could be a really good game. Yeah, you know, part of me wants to give it a five because I'm putting so much time into it. I even put Starfield down and haven't played that in a while. Um, but there are some stuff where I'm like, I fucking want to just like turn it off because <laughs> I'm like, really, this is what like this is a bounce that like the balancing killed me again. Like, so I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of five as well. I think it's fucking fantastic, vast improvement over. Friday, although I still love that game for the reasons we already discussed, but this one, I, I just, I never thought I'd get to play video game as Leatherface and Cook and Hitchhiker and yeah. stupid dorks. So, I'd tell you that one thing though, if like, you, if you're in this situation, you got to kind of hope that the killer after you is fucking Hitchhiker because everyone's rocking his, his goofy fucking ass. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Cook's old ass. Like, come on, really? Right. Well, here's to the future. To uh more tcm mine's my my review is tbd um hopefully i'll get to play and then i'll talk about it somewhere down the line but the future playing with you guys todd's big to be determined oh Oh, of course you (laughs) would you wish well maybe who knows do i know maybe (laughs) uh before we uh we get into the final like spiel here uh todd because you weren't there on the last episode you didn't give the next movie pick that you're going to do uh, oh. Next episode, but the one after that. <laughs> Look at his face. So? You can't see his face. Uh, ooh. All right. I got the fucking Stallone collection and... right here. It's pretty nice. Dope. That is so nice. Oh, shit. That is your Cobra. Assassins. Assassins with Bandera. Uh, it's got Assassins. Assassins is good. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's got Cobra, Assassins, Tango and Cash, The Specialist, and 
love the film you guys want to know what we're going to be watching. It's one we have talked about many times. It's one we have coded many times. Murder, it's Death, Kill. Murder, Death, Kill. Demolition Man. Oh. Wesley Snipes? Anybody? Sandra yes. Bullock? Anybody? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone? Anybody? <laughs> Seashells? Can we put on a, anybody? Can we put on it? Can we put on our VRs and bone like they do? Yeah. And have a happy joy joy time. <laughs> With our Taco Bell. I can't wait yeah. to watch yeah. <laughs> the franchise wars or whatever. I really yeah, like, right. I, there's so much I you know what? I don't want to talk about it because there's so much to talk about this film. I can't there's wait a lot. to rewatch it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So is that our, sure. is that our, is that Demolition our next episode, Man? Demolition Death Man. Kill? Yep. Next episode, well, next episode is Kill. um Starfield. Star yeah. Yeah. Ooh, man. You gotta, gotta talk some Starfield, man. <laughs> I've I've been holding back. I got like thirty hours in that want, game, man. I don't even want to leak like any of my initial thoughts so far on offline or anything because <laughs> we got some conversations that take place. With yeah. Starfield. Anyways, thank you guys for listening in. Um, you heard us talk about how we play with the friends and how we have a great good old time. You can find us on Discord at Let's XP Geek and Gaming. Send us a message. We will invite you in if you're not already in there. And hopefully we'll get back to the shenanigans. Uh, I know life for me happens, life for everyone happens. Um, but hopefully we can schedule something here in the near future to all play, have fun, and just be little boys again like we sometimes do playing this game. But Armando, that was Todd and Steve. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Murder, death, kill. Oh, yeah, man. Pick him up. He'll asphyxiate out there. What does he look like? Well, the son of a bitch is going to smell just like the slaughterhouse. Oh, give the guy a break. He can sit by Franklin. <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, he's weird looking. No.